Right, good morning. My name is Adam Coffey and this is the first episode of Coffee Talk. As much as I hate the onslaught of like coffee puns that I've gotten from my last name over the years, it does kind of make for good branding, I can't lie. So just a little bit about me. I'm a civil engineering master's student who has like way too little time to be doing what I'm doing here. Um, but I actually hosted a show here on UCCFM about a year and a half ago. And it's been a year since I've been involved with it. So basically in that time then I took some time off, was doing placement, fell in love with the whole Cork music scene and discovered a load of new music that I'm very excited to kind of share with you today. Um, so the playlist that I'm going to be playing from today is will be available over on the Instagram and each new week we'll have a bit of new music and a new aesthetic as well as you'll see on my story. Um, but for now I'll be breaking in the new year with some of my favourites that I've had from the past year. Um, so to begin, it's one of my new favourites. Um, basically just following the prevalence of Love on Tour and what went on over the last year. Basically, I had always kind of had an interest in Harry Styles, um, especially after his uh, album Fine Line. I absolutely adored the um, different instrumentation and the kind of genre that he went for with that. But um, I never actually went back and looked at his other stuff, I suppose, because when Sign of the Times came out, I found it very, very slow and it kind of painted my impression of the whole album very, very wrong. Um, but what ended up as a small little divergent into Harry Styles' earlier stuff became uh, an absolute investigation into Harry Styles' original stuff as well with One Direction. I binged the entirety of all four to five albums, I believe. And while people have an argument that like Harry Styles' newer stuff is more liberating for him and it's a bit more personal, I will say that a lot of the One Direction stuff that came out, while some of it can be kind of samey, there's a lot of good stuff here, honestly, that I didn't give a chance back in the day. Um, so I'm going to kick things off with one of my favourites, and it's one of the openers from Made in the AM. This is Hey Angel.
You're listening to UCC 98.3 FM, and that was Hey Angel by One Direction. Uh, that's my way of coping with the fact that I didn't, in fact, go to Slane Castle this year. Um, if anything like that should happen again, I'll be there. But basically, in addition to my One Direction binge that I went on this year, I kind of ended up down a bit of a weird indie streak, basically. Um, so for those of you that know me personally, uh, know that I never shut up about the 1975. They're one of my favourite bands in the world. And... They have such a unique aesthetic and unique sound that they jump from from album to album. Uh, but the label that they're signed to, which is uh, Dirty Hit, actually has a lot of really talented artists in their own right as well. So that naturally led me to kind of explore a lot more of the different artists that were under that banner. And there's some really, really good ones. Um, and one of them comes uh, from Biba Doobie, who is a fun artist to try and say really fast five times. Um, so this next song has con- contributions from both Matty Healy and George Daniel of the 1975. And honestly, it reminds me a lot of their fourth album, which was Notes on a Conditional Form, which kind of took this really mellowed out, acoustic, um, almost uh, kind of folky direction at certain points. And this feels like a natural extension of that, probably because it was written in lockdown. Um But yeah, enough about that. So this is He Gets Me So High by Biba Doobie. Disguise 
All right, so to continue this little indie streak that I ended up on, uh, the next song is by the Japanese House, and this is Something Has to Change. So this is by Amber Bain, who um, I really wasn't kind of familiar with prior to last year, but again, uh, going through Dirty Hits, um, which is the label, going through their kind of signed artist led me down this road, and honestly, I just fell in love with this song the first time I listened to it. Um, now, the this song actually came out in 2020 as well, I think. A lot of good music kind of came out of that pandemic era for Dirty Hit, uh, but... Uh, the Japanese house has actually pushed her sound in such like a different direction since then. And I really, really recommend in particular, there's uh, two songs, Touching Yourself and Sunshine Baby, which actually uh, the latter of which has Matty Healy contributing on vocals as well. And if you're really kind of curious about the makings of her new album, like if you go in and you like what you hear, uh, there's also a really good podcast on Spotify known as Tape Notes. Um and tape notes tend to cover a lot of Dirty Hit artists. There's a couple of episodes with the 1975. Uh, I think there's one or two with Biba Doobie. Uh, but one I really enjoy is the Japanese house where, again, uh, George Daniel produced her newest album. And they essentially go in, explain how they kind of came up with the creative process, the songwriting process, uh, demos of the tracks and such. It's um, really good stuff for people who want to figure out more of how music is made and... A lot of that stuff. Um, she's also opening for the 1975 next month as they go on tour back in the UK. And if some of my other friends are listening um, and are attending that tour, I hope you absolutely have a great time. Uh, I'm not at all jealous that you have the time to go and do that. Um, but yeah, without further ado, this is Something Has to Change on UCCFM. So 
You're listening to Coffee Talk on UCC 98.3 FM. So from that little kind of indie string that we've had, we're going to move from the UK indie scene to something on the more US indie scene. Uh, So Liana Firestone was an artist that I played a lot over the last, I think, year and a half when I was back on this show. And she's done a lot of really, really interesting music since then. Um, She's really become one of my favorite kind of US artists. And she had this album out, I think it was two or three years ago, uh, named Forward Slash. And the unique appeal of that and what really kind of interested me about that album is that she kind of mashed two songs together so you could have two separate, uh, not necessarily viewpoints, but you would have a story, for instance, of an experience that she had, and you would get two different points in time um, and the thoughts that she had at the time as well. So you get like two really different sounding songs um, put together on the same track. And it's really, really interesting. It became one of my favorite concepts. Uh, Specifically, I have to shout out the song Google Translate and Poppies. It's just such a really intimate song. And though it doesn't really end well, um, there's just such a like innocent depiction of love in that in... I suppose, uh, what they would call a high school kind of romance. Um, Anyway, so this song is from that album. Uh, This is one half of a a set of two songs. I'm not entirely sure what the other one is, but this is Diet Coke by Leanna Firestone. Hope you enjoy.
That was Diacoke by Liana Firestone. So we're going to stick with this kind of US indie kind of theme that we've kind of found ourselves on. And I'm going to be playing the next song from Ethel Kane, which is American Teenager. So I found this song kind of late towards the end of last year. And upon finding it, oh my God, the melodies in it are absolutely beautiful. I cannot sing the praises of it enough. She does like an amazing job of kind of blending rock with some absolutely amazing background vocals as well. Um, she said that this song in particular kind of represents the disillusion that you would have um, and the kind of expectation that's placed on American teenagers to be something that they're never really kind of going to live up to, which I find really, really interesting. The song itself is very kind of melancholy in one respect. And I suppose um, Generation Z and stuff is kind of... Uh, Excuse me. Generation Z and kind of where we find ourselves at the moment is something like I really want to discuss on the show in the future. Um, that topic's going to need just a little bit more time in the oven before I'm ready to kind of discuss it. I want to make it as well informed and as entertaining as possible. Uh, but in the meantime, this song should kind of give a interesting viewpoint into a kind of a melancholic view on Generation Z as a whole. This is American Teenager. Enjoy. <laughs>
Alright, that was American Teenager by Ethel Kane. So we're about halfway through the show at the moment of my first show back as well. And it's time to pivot into a little bit kind of more mainstream stuff. Um, despite how much indie stuff I play and how much I listen to, even I'm not immune to a good song when it comes up on the pop charts. Uh, so this next one is going to be Love's Train by Silk Sonic. So that's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. And this, uh, this band was actually one of my favorites from when they released their album in 2022, but it took some time for me to actually come across this song, and it's it's honestly amazing. Uh, the whole album is amazing as well, but this is one of the slower tracks, and I didn't know this, but it's actually a cover uh, of a 1982 song from a band called, I think it's Confunction, which is a really strange name to try and say very quickly, uh, but consisting of Felton Pilate and Michael Cooper, and the song actually describes a love triangle as well, which I didn't think about upon first listen. Uh, this cover actually released on Valentine's Day as well, this time last year, so it's nearly a year since this came out. Uh, but I love, I absolutely love what they did with the track. It's, um, Silk Sonic themselves kind of derive a lot of their musical inspiration with regards to their percussion from old Motown stuff. And this is probably one of the few songs in my playlist as well that can be classified as both soul and funk, to be honest, which is an interesting blend. Uh, additionally, if you're looking for something a little bit more visual to go along with the song and you like what you hear, I cannot recommend the Billboard Music Award performance that they did of this song. It's fully choreographed, there's flared pants, red suits, um, and they play with the melody as well like any good live performance does, uh, making it like really fun to watch. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, Love Strain. Two.
All right, we're back. So I just mentioned as well that this song actually released on Valentine's Day and it turns out from looking at my handy calendar, I actually have a show on Valentine's Day in about a month's time. Uh, so I mentioned as well that each week will have a different aesthetic and different set of music. So you can actually check that out on coffeetalk.ucc on Instagram if you're curious. And I'll be posting the playlist from today later on in case you miss it as well. Uh, but getting back to the music. So this next song is actually the top song from my Spotify rap last year. And it's it's indie pop incarnate, honestly. It has a touch of a saxophone solo, which means that the 1975's influence is naturally all over this. Um, but like on first hearing it, I immediately fell in love with it from coming across it on TikTok. Uh, while I can't say I know much about this band yet and the band being Fly By Midnight, uh, what I did find funny is their label is actually called Drive By Noon. So it's a really, really interesting and funny little contrast, I find. Um, but yeah, I was initially planning to play this song at a later stage uh, for a different show, but really, I just couldn't help myself. This is In The Night by Fly By Midnight.
That's my top song from the last year. That was In the Night by Fly By Midnight. So we're going to play one or two more mainstream um, songs before we pivot for the last 50 minutes into one or two more obscure picks uh, before we get to Campus Classics at 12 o'clock. So this next song is one you've probably already heard before. Um, This one featured heavily in the new Spider-Verse film that came out and is by Dominic Fike. So Dominic Fike, again, is someone who I don't have a huge knowledge on, but making amazing music that showed up in that film is definitely one way to get my attention. Uh, I believe his other most notable song would be Three Nights, which came out in 2018. Um, but this song, Mona Lisa, uh, is absolutely amazing. In addition to the film itself, the score, the soundtrack, everything, I really can't sing its praises enough. Uh, if you haven't seen it already, I highly recommend checking out both Spider-Verse movies because there's a new one coming out in, I believe, one or two years, and it's what everyone's talking about, and with good reason. But um, to keep focused on the music, this is Mona Lisa. Enjoy. Mona Lisa, hey. Love is when you try to place it out your mind But you can't turn the radio down And you can't think of anyone else And love is when you try to make it out alive But you can't turn the radio down And you can't think of anyone else uh-huh, look, I can see your face in the Parisian paintings The Mona Lisa I can hear your voice in the streets and the TV stations And the police I can feel the strains on my wrist I don't need these bracelets Of all the things that she keeps in cages Uh, I'm at least his favorite Uh, and she said I was about to give you all of me on all the weekends And all I wanted was apologies and all of your bed Uh, over my heels, falling on my head But all of my feels were already dead And if I could rewind it for you If you could remind me of What I felt before I felt for your idea of Love is when you try to place it out your mind But you can't turn the radio down And you can't think of anyone else And love is when you try to make it out alive But you can't turn the radio down And you can't think of anyone else
Alright, you have another 15 minutes with me before we switch over to Campus Classics. So, as I said, I'm going to start picking from a little bit more obscure stuff. Uh, more specifically, we're going to go to the local Cork scene. So, as I mentioned earlier, over the last year, I kind of fell in love with the Cork music scene, honestly. And can you blame me? So, I went to Battle of the Bands, I think it was this time last year, and... Oh my God, there were so many different bands there, all with amazing different styles. Essentially, just going to gigs became like oxygen for me. <laughs> just some of the names, The Cliffords, Kane's Basement, Violet Club, Skies Behind, Pebble Dash, and the author of this next song. So I've had a pleasure of meeting a lot of these artists over the past year. And honestly, an episode just dedicated to the local music scene and some of the friends I've made through this is definitely on the cards. Uh, but for now... We're going to pivot away from the mainstream stuff uh, with a song off of the double single by Iris. This is Bitter.
if you like what you heard there, you can check out Iris at iris.cork on Instagram. Uh, I strongly suggest keeping up to date at uh, excuse me I strongly suggest keeping up to date on what gigs are going on in the area dip your toe into a lot of the cork bands that are going on at the moment a lot of them are extremely extremely talented people um, yeah it's honestly one of the most enjoyable things you can do over a semester if you find you have a lot of free time I highly recommend it um, anyways so moving on from that uh, to another obscure pick arguably less obscure because everyone has heard one of these songs this is Steven Sanchez who had a TikTok hit about two years ago with When I Found You. But did you know he actually released an album towards the end of December last year? And it's entirely 50-styled. So the album itself took a very, very interesting direction, and it's more of a concept album. It kind of tells the story of a fictional musician called the Troubadour Sanchez. And he falls in love with a girl, ends up in a love triangle. The whole album is based on that story, basically. And there's even um, accompanying music videos that tell that whole story as well. Highly recommend it. But basically, the concept is something out of the likes of All Shook Up and borrows heavily from kind of 50s and 60s inspired music. Um, honestly, the album is going to be all over my playlist over the next few weeks. You'll hear plenty of it. Um, and anyone that knows me in person knows I've recommended this album nonstop. Um, to an obsessive degree. It's honestly so reversing compared to the 90s and 2000s, and 2000s nostalgia that we're seeing in music at the moment. There's also a European tour kicking off later in the year, but there's no Ireland date, unfortunately. So if you do like what you hear and want to meet the troubadour himself, you'll have to go just maybe a little bit further towards the UK and beyond uh, to meet him yourself. But I do think it's highly, highly worth it because, interestingly enough, not only a 50s aesthetic is surrounded in the music, but by going to the concerts as well, it is etiquette that you dress inherently in a 50s style as well. Uh, you can check it out on TikTok as well and see what people have posted, but it's a very, very unique concept and makes it very, very special. Um, essentially like a Grease-type concert, basically, where it's acceptable to wear leather jackets um, and all that sort of stuff, basically. Um, I can't sing its praises enough, but this is featuring Laufey. This is No One Knows by Steven Sanchez. <laughs>
Okay, so we're down to our final five minutes and I have one more song ready for you before I have to head away and we transition into Campus Classics. Uh, this one is Not 19 Forever by The Cortiners. Uh, they're a Manchester band. I recently kind of very heavily got into Manchester music, mostly because I had intended to take a trip there over the last year, which didn't end up working out. But on the plus side, I did end up with some amazing music as a consolation. Uh, this reminds me a lot of kind of early Corona's music. Uh, I'll let you be the judge of that yourself. But yeah, so we're going to follow that up then with Lake Missoula by Richie Mitch and the Coal Miners to close us out. And I'll hand you over to Campus Classics then. But thank you so much for listening. I'll be back same time next week.
remedies It's a great one Breaking myself down Breaking myself down a bit too much I'm 